You are listening to Red Engine Podcast, so named because trains are delightful and socialism will win. Hi everyone, uh, I'm recording this on the 20, 21st something. Uh, it is Tuesday, and unfortunately last night everybody heard Michael Brooks of the Majority Report and his own Michael Brooks show passed away. Rest in peace. Apparently it was a blood clot in his neck. That's what his sister said. They believe it's unrelated to COVID or anything so far. Um, it's real, real tragic. Um, I guess it's been a while since I recorded here and I have my critiques of Michael Brooks' work. Um, I could say a lot about it, but he was one of us and sitting here thinking about it, I realized I haven't recorded in a while and if, if I'm ever going to do anything, get this off the ground, now's the time, I guess, you know, um, you know, like I said, I really have a lot to say about the guy. I think the way he and Sam Cedar acted towards Jimmy Dore was asinine, at least based on what's information has been made public about their relationship. Maybe there's some private reason Sam was such a childish, relentless dick about the whole feud, but um, it just seemed really stupid and petty to me. And even Brooks himself, like I stopped listening to his show because I became infuriated with the how he would talk out of both sides of his mouth all the time. Like, um, he'd say, like, on the one hand, yes, we need to understand, like, no, Hillary Clinton is not a revolutionary. On the other hand, you know, we gotta vote for her. But he would use fancy language to kind of flourish his way. I think he was kind of stuck having to do the centrist thing on on the majority report and i think at heart he was a lot more leftist than that but he kept going back and forth i just it was obnoxious to me but he was still one of us you know 100 percent um and now he's gone and that sucks that really sucks and it's pretty terrifying i'm 32 myself um not to make it about me but it's, it makes you think, you know. It's always tragic when these things happen. Um, I don't really know what else I can say. Uh, I, I feel real bad for his family. Here's what I will say. One of the weird... His passing made me really understand what, what it means to be a comrade, what camaraderie is. Because, like I said, I wasn't his biggest fan. Um... I found him actually very irritating. But when he went, it definitely felt like a member of a family or a tribe had, had been lost. You know, one of us was gone. And um, and that's palpable. I mean, you can tell by everybody's coverage, things people are writing on social media. It's more than just a celebrity death. It's a death in the movement. It's a death in the sort of in the family. Um, but I want to take some inspiration from his example, and that's why I'm taking the time to scratch together some kind of episode here. 
it's been tough for me to record these these because you know during the day I have so much on my mind when I'm at work or driving all, all sorts of opinions and perspectives that I think I don't hear ref reflected a lot and I think everybody could benefit from but when I sit down to record a every time I record one of these things I feel less I feel satiated. I feel like I've gotten things off my chest and then I'm not that interested in politics anymore. Um, I find myself turning to other things, you know, um, Sopranos reruns or hobbies, you know. I, I'm less engaged in politics because I've gotten some things off my chest and I can kind of move on. So I record an episode and then I kind of go into a funk where I'm just not interested in politics as much. I don't know how guys like David Dole and Kyle Kalinske and you know, these guys do this all the time, pretty much every day. I, I guess maybe once you get into a rhythm, you can keep going. I don't I don't know. It's hard for me to come up with things to talk about on the spot. You know, maybe I should get a notepad and jot down my opinions. and Maybe I'll do that. I'll grab a notebook from work tomorrow. Um, the other reason <clears throat> that it can be difficult... To record is because I'm not sure it's always weird just sitting and, and talking about my damned opinions you know I, I think one of the reasons I have like I said a perspective that a lot of people that I don't hear that I feel though that a lot of people would want to hear is because I don't really think highly of myself you know I'm not somebody who's so engaged in in like I don't know. It's hard to say without sounding like a total douche. But I feel like a lot of people don't sit and contemplate so much before they speak. And uh, there's no good way to say that without sounding like a total fucking asshole. And I, I understand that. If anybody hears this and they're like, fuck this guy, just, just hear me out. I guess I just feel like... Because I'm not interested so much in blasting a undigested opinion into the airwaves. It makes it difficult to record. That's, I, I'm paralyzed by the idea that I'll say something that's not completely thought through, that doesn't make a lot of sense, something I'll regret later on. But I guess the good news is nobody's fucking listening to this anyway, so I can say whatever I want. <laughs> uh... Uh, apparently the Israelis are ramping things up against the Iranians. That's cute. I don't know why we put up with their horse shit. I guess it's the evangelicals. What else is going on? Hong Kong. We're supposed to give a shit about Hong Kong. It's so funny. Who's that, that dickheaded, gross, pedophile-looking guy from t uh, Texas? Ah, shit. Was it the Zodiac? Ted Cruz posted something on Twitter. Can you say Hong Kong, freedom for Hong Kong? As like a challenge to some journalist. I forget who. David Sorot or something. Like, can, can you just say freedom for Hong Kong? And it's like, Hong Kong was a fucking British colony for a hundred years. And then it was given back to China, and now it's... I mean... Well, since when do we give a shit about Hong Kong? This whole thing is just to cover up Trump's... to cover Trump's ass... For starting shit with China for no fucking reason. And, you know, I think the 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 actual stated goals of the Hong Kong quote-unquote movement are good, but 
the protesters themselves are like lighting people on fire and fucking like curb stomping opposition like it's it's they're behaving the same way right wingers do across the world they're behaving just like the opposition in venezuela the so-called opposition by which of course i mean a bunch of cia backed fucking right wing guerrillas Anyway, same old story in Hong Kong now. Now, I think the people of Hong Kong have a better case than the right-wingers in Venezuela because the com the Chinese government really is authoritarian and communist and, uh, you know, is legit dictatorial and, and pretty awful. So it's not like the Venezuelan, you know, they're, they're a little... They have more of a leg to stand on. But I have a feeling... If, they, if Hong Kong was given complete autonomy, they'd turn into another fucking Singapore. You know, a right-wing authoritarian shithole where you can't fucking spit bubblegum on the street without getting a hundred lashes and sent to fucking jail. You know, and maybe, I guess that's a bit, um, I don't know, racist um, to compare them to Singapore. But, uh, I wouldn't be optimistic about Hong Kong completely governed by these folks. I think it would turn into a libertarian nightmare, frankly. Uh, I, I don't know. I mean, obviously, it's up to the people of Hong Kong. It's not up to me. But it's certainly not up to fucking Donald Trump either. And it shouldn't be up to Ted Cruz and his fucking scrotum-looking face. So that's all I have to say about that. And, uh... I guess that's all for now. You know, guys, if anybody's still listening, next time I'll get a pencil and paper. I'll jot down my thoughts throughout the day, and I'll have everything pulled up here. Um, things to talk about so I can start putting some real serious thought into this and make something worth listening to. But rest in peace, Michael Brooks. It's a sad day, man. Keep wearing those masks, guys. Just try and stay in if you can. Let's fight this fucking thing president's not going to do his job so we got to do it for him in terms of combating coronavirus everybody stay safe solidarity forever and uh i guess by union made all right good night